By God, that is Brad Marchand's music. Well, not quite yet. You can hold off on the return theme music for the Bruins left winger, but he is practicing and he will be back before the target Thanksgiving date. We're going to talk about his recovery, preview tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings, as well as take a look at the cup check, our weekly examination of the NHL's top five teams. Let's get into today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Thursday, October 27th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app, on YouTube, so please do hit subscribe. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds. On YouTube, if you press the notification bell, you will get it popped up right on your phone when a episode premieres. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. And you can find Bessie on the couch behind me. There was a request yesterday. For a bit more Bessie on the podcast. And there she is, enjoying a nice morning nap. I'm a little jealous, to be honest. This morning I'm rocking the Bruins toque. It's a little chilly out there for my morning walk. But uh, excited for toque season and I cannot wait to get my hands on a Pooh Bear toque. Now, the big news Wednesday was... The seeming impending return of Brad Marchand. He was on his familiar spot alongside Patrice Bergeron and Jake DeBrusque during Bruins practice at Warrior Ice Arena. He also was taking part in some power play action and also led the stretch after the skate, which is usually an indication of a return or you know, congratulating someone for a a contract extension, honoring someone in some way. It appears as though it was just to honor his return to practice because he's not quite ready to return. The initial timeline for his return from off-season double hip surgery was around Thanksgiving, which is by my calendar, still a month away. There was a question as to whether he might be able to play tonight or tomorrow night against the Red Wings or the Columbus Blue Jackets, but head coach Jim Montgomery threw a bit of cold water on that. He said he'd like to see 63 tonight. Who wouldn't? But that would be four weeks ahead of schedule. While he doesn't expect him to play, In these next couple games, he is indeed ahead of schedule and he's going to play before Thanksgiving. 
He's starting to look good out there. His timing is starting to come. Whatever the doctors have said, it's hard to push beyond that recovery time. Marchand, for his part, said he's trying to push every day if he can, but it's not up to him. He would like to try and speed it up, but it's out of his hands. Just letting the trainers and doctors do their part. Uh, but he is getting closer for sure. Every time he gets out there with the full team, do the full practices, he feels different. He feels better. He can see his timing. Is a little bit off still, but every day he's getting closer. He added, it's a treat to be free of pain in his groin. Yeah, that makes sense. His legs, his hips, for the first time in six or seven years. And he's getting a full range of motion. Think about that. Think about how good Brad Mar Marchand has been in recent seasons and realize that he's been playing through pain for six or seven years. That's incredible, and I can't wait to see how he plays when he's back to full speed. He's going to need a couple games, surely, to get up to game speed, but um, hopefully it doesn't take too long he's not 100% where he'd like to be but he does feel great kind of nitpicking at this point uh, you'd like to feel how you would at the end of a normal off season uh, but again not too far off at all which is amazing imagine he comes back tonight I don't want to say that's going to happen but it would be pretty amazing if he played tonight. Now, of course, despite Marchand and Charlie McAvoy being out for the first bit of the season, the Bruins have gone 6-1, and one, earning 12 points. And Marchand said it's a bit of a double-edged sword. You want to be part of the team's success, but it makes it easy to take the time that you need to come back when the team is winning. If the Bruins were 1-6, it'd be a completely different story and he would have tried to have been back a month ago the fact that they're winning makes it very easy to kind of sit back and say don't rush take your time and hopefully that will be beneficial to the Bruins and to Marchand in the long run you don't want to rush back uh, you don't want to have a setback and they've been pretty careful about the steps they've taken to ensure that everything is done right. And the Bruins have a phenomenal training staff. They put a good plan together. And uh, bottom line, Brad Marchand will be back in the lineup sooner than expected. And probably a week, two, maybe three before the target date of Thanksgiving. So Bruins fans rejoice. Brad Marchand We'll be back sooner than later. All right, we're going to take a look at the top five teams around the NHL in our weekly cup check. And then preview tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings. But first, a quick word about our friends over at Bet Online. If you're wanting to put down some player props, Stanley Cup futures, Bet online is your number one source for betting, hockey, football, basketball, all the sports, all the events. You can find all the latest 
at Bet Online. They're your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, up to the minute scores for every sport out there. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the World Series, which begins on Friday, MMA, boxing, golf, this weekend's NFL, NBA, NHL action. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on your podcast app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Prior to the season, I did a glass half full, glass half empty check into the Boston Bruins and how uh, optimistic I was about their chances this season. I've spun that into a new weekly segment called Cup Check. Stanley Cup, of course, can be full of cereal, beer, whatever players choose to put in there. So, cup half full, cup half empty. Where do the Bruins stand in relation to Stanley Cup contenders around the NHL? Quite frankly, right now, they are right up there. The Boston Bruins, first in the NHL in point percentage, 857, with a 6-1 record through 7 games. Their plus 10 goal differential is also tops in the NHL. And the underlying numbers support sustained success. The Bruins rank 6th in the NHL in shot attempt differential at 5-on-5, where the majority of the game is played. They rank third in expected goals, so that's not only shot attempts, but the quality of the shot attempts. And they're getting scoring at 5-on-5, they're getting some saves 5-on-5, and this team appears to be what it is, which is pretty good. And when you add in Charlie McAvoy, when you add in Brad Marchand, they have the capability of being an elite team in the NHL this season. Rounding out the top five, when you look at point percentage, the only other team above 800 is the Calgary Flames. They are 5-1 and one through six games. Uh, they were my pick to come out of the Western Conference this season. And... Uh, you know, the additions of Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Wieger, Nazem Kadri, certainly serving that team well. In third place right now, with a 750 point percentage and a plus 10 goal differential tied with the Bruins, is Bruce Cassidy's Vegas Golden Knights. They're 6-2 and two through 8 games. And... Uh, they look very, very good so far, as you would expect from a Bruce Cassidy coached team. 
There were some questions about their goaltending coming into the season. Robin Leonard out for the year. Lauren Brassois out as well. They're relying on rookie Logan Thompson and uh, kind of a journeyman in Aiden Hill. But Bruce Cassidy's team's always strong defensively, and that is certainly helping keep them near the top of the league. They are 7th in expected goals for at 5-on-5, five five, and Vegas is actually under 50% when it comes to shot attempt differential. So they may indeed take a bit of a step back, but off to a great start. To round out the top five, there's actually five teams tied for fifth in terms of point percentage in the NHL right now. The Ottawa Senators, Buffalo Sabres, Philadelphia Flyers, and Chicago Blackhawks are all uh, four and two. I neglected to mention another team in the top four. I'll get to them in a moment. Ottawa, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Chicago, they were all expected to be outside of the playoff picture. Perhaps Ottawa had the best chance of narrowing the gap in the Atlantic Division, but they have lost top center Josh Norris for perhaps the entire season. And that's going to be a real big loss for them. So any talk of them making the playoffs has to be tempered by that loss. Of those four or five teams, Ottawa, Buffalo, Philadelphia, Chicago, Buffalo perhaps has the best chance of making the playoffs. But ultimately, I don't see any of them making it in there. Uh, Detroit also has a 667 point percentage. Uh, I don't see them cracking the playoffs either. Right now, the top four, you have Boston, Calgary, Vegas, and Carolina. Carolina has a 750 point percentage. Four, one, and one through six games. And they have the top shot attempt differential at five on five in the NHL. And they are second in terms of expected goals for. So a very strong squad still in Carolina. Boston, Calgary, Vegas, Carolina, the top four teams in the NHL. At the moment, I could see Vegas perhaps taking a step back because of their negative shot attempt differential. Fancy stats don't always tell the full story, though. You need that goaltending in order to succeed in today's NHL. Case in point, the New Jersey Devils. They're 4-3 and three through seven games at the moment. They rank first in the NHL in expected goals for at five on five, and they rank second in terms of shot attempt differential. However, save percentage, five on five, they are dead last in the NHL. So, to put it plainly, if the Devils can get goaltending from Vitek Vanacek or Mackenzie Blackwood, ideally both, and if they keep playing at this pace, this should be a playoff team. That's a team to watch 
in the Eastern Conference. Not saying they're a top five team, not saying they're a Stanley Cup contender, but they're a team to watch for sure. So when it comes to the top five at the moment, I'm putting the Bruins at one, Calgary two, Vegas three, Carolina four. And then number five, oh, that's a tough one. Um, Pittsburgh might be up there. They're at 643 with a plus nine goal differential. Uh, Dallas is up there, 643 point percentage, a plus eight goal differential. The Bruins just beat them pretty good the other night. Ottawa, Buffalo, I don't see sustaining their success. Colorado is going to be good as well. But New Jersey, I'm telling you, they're a team to watch if they can get some goaltending. When it comes to the Boston Bruins cup check, cup half full at the moment because this team is very, very good and they're going to be even better theoretically when our boys Marchand and McAvoy are back in the mix. We're going to preview tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings here in a moment, but I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast next. You might as well just subscribe to both so that you're well caught up on all things Spoked B and everything around the sports world. And of course, check out Locked On Patriots, Locked On Celtics, and Locked On Red Sox. All right, so the Bruins are in action tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Jim Montgomery said the Bruins are leaning towards starting Jeremy Swayman on the first game of the back-to-back, keeping Linus Ulmark for tomorrow night's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Swayman hasn't played since being yanked in his last start against the Ottawa Senators. He allowed six goals on 25 shots. So far this season, he's got an 8-16 save percentage, which is well down from his career mark of 916 and his uh, mark last season of 914. So this will be a good chance for uh, Jeremy Swayman to get back on track here as uh, a very good goaltender in the NHL, a guy that we are all still, of course, very high on. And uh, as good as Linus Allmark has been, it would be great to have Swayman get back in stride so that they can get back to a more of a split in net and save them both for when the games matter most. Now, leading the Red Wings in scoring is a perhaps a surprise to some if you haven't been following this team closely. That would be Dominic Kubelik. He was a 7th round pick of the LA Kings in 2013. And he played for Chicago for the past three seasons. Had some pretty productive years there. Now a member of the Detroit Red Wings. He has four goals and six assists through six games. Ten points through six games. Which is uh, pretty remarkable. Dylan Larkin, eight points through six games. Four goals, four assists. Uh, David Perron, newcomer from St. Louis, has four goals and an assist. Defenseman Oli Mata with five points as well. Uh, 
They are without a couple key players at the moment in uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, Robbie Fabry, two of my boys here from their time with the Guelph Storm. Moritz Sider, the reigning Calder Trophy winner, also off to a slow start with only one point through six games. So it's a bit of a weird start for this team. Uh, Vili Husso, who was signed from the St. Louis Blues as well, along with Perron, playing very well in net, a 9.39 save percentage, and he is likely to get the start. Detroit, one of those teams with hopes of narrowing the gap in the Atlantic Division. And yeah, they're off to a pretty good start, despite missing those two key players. And uh, a good chance for the Bruins tonight to send a message that they are still uh, a team to beat in the Atlantic and that Detroit has some work to do in order to get up to their level. Pasternak leads the Bruins in scoring with 12 points through seven games. David Krejci, eight points through seven games. Patrice Bergeron, Taylor Hall rounding out the top four in scoring. And then A.J. Greer, Hampus Lindholm, Jake DeBrusque, Nick Foligno. The Bruins are just getting contributions up and down the lineup. A couple guys still looking for their first points of the season. Jakobs Borl. Thomas Nosek, uh, Zborl, I believe, was uh, a scratch from the last game. I'm not sure if he practiced. No, he was an extra defenseman in practice yesterday, so probably won't be getting in there uh, tonight. So that's it. Big game on tap tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. On tomorrow's podcast, we will, of course, recap what we hope will be a win preview the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets and bring you all the latest on the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Bruins podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, hang out this morning. Bess, still enjoying her nap over there. And I hope you all have a fantastic Thursday. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, talk to you tomorrow.